0: Welcome to the Forerunners Podcast. You're listening to the first episode in our interview with the Back Sweat Boys. The Back Sweat Boys are a group of four friends that include Tony Presta, Will Witt, Matt Sanchez, and Tom Behringer. I first heard about their group through Instagram and then through Strava. What I instantly noticed is that these guys were downright freaking hilarious. And I thought it might be fun to have them on the podcast. And guess what? I wasn't wrong. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back, Sweat Boys. We are recording. Awesome. Sweet. Sweet. So for the listeners at home, there are four guys other than me around this table. So that's five in total. And together, these guys make the Back Sweat Boys. And we're going to find out a little bit about what makes them the Back Sweat Boys. But before we do that, in the first episode, we're gonna talk about what makes them Tony, what makes them Will, what makes them Matt, and what makes them Tom. So we're gonna break them down individually. So I've got a couple questions for you guys. Um, We'll start, we'll go clockwise. So we'll start with you, Tony. You'll you'll get the first question every time, or the first answer every time. So tell us about your family, your job, your hobbies. Tell us about yourself.
1: Ooh, family. So there's three little ones at the house, seven, five, and four. So there's a lot of time management around them with getting the long runs in, getting the big group runs in with these guys as well. Uh, Job. I'm at Waterman's down on 5th Street all the time, all through the summer. We do a lot of Uh, Get togethers there when I'm working. They'll come in and have a good time uh, while I'm working as well throughout that. So that always pushes for a good time when they put their runs in on different days when I'm working. Then also,
0: so we do enjoy that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, How's uh, How's COVID nineteen affecting that right now? Uh, Terribly. We Yeah. uh, yeah,
1: we were a lot of people were off for a while with the restaurant. We recently were brought back. Uh, they're setting up a lot of different stuff with spreading out the table six feet, using the parking lot, using the, the grass, even using like part of the boardwalk for tables now. Uh, so it's been very different and just different to see. You're literally serving people on the sidewalks pretty much and as people are riding their bikes by to go to the beach. And stuff. Yeah. So it's different.
0: Phase one should help improve that a little bit, right? Yeah. So what about your hobbies, man? I, I know you have one hobby specifically. At yeah. least, yeah. Well, I mean, running is one that yeah. I've started with. Uh,
1: started with, you know, with a lot of the free time when I got some free time with not working as much was just starting to build some furniture, little odd and end wood things and stuff for people, and uh, it actually kind of took off and kept me a little overly busy from what I was planning to do with it. Nice. Uh, so that's been fun throughout this as well.
0: Excellent. I won't say any handling wood jokes or anything. Yeah, like that's, yeah. Fair. that's all right. Throw so them out there. I'll, I'll, I'll save that. He's All right, good. We're moving on to you, Will. <laughs> Family,
2: job, hobbies. Uh, well, it's pretty much just me and my dog. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and she runs with me, but she maxes out at you know a five k, so can't really do the long runs with her yet. Mm-hmm. Um. Job and project management, and you know, just doing that kind of stuff from Monday through Friday, trying to make it to when we had NERC, which I missed greatly because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. But, um. And. Hobbies, uh, I think I'm what what was commonly referred to as a man-child geek, uh, so just completely absorbed in the whole Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings culture, and uh, go to Comic-Cons and whatnot, and uh, my 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 COVID-19 PPE is a Dark Vader mask, which seems to be very receptive out, and it's actually, you know, people stay away from you. I yeah. you think you're going to force choke them, and it's great.
0: Let me ask you something, dude. You post memes on your Instagram sometimes. And I think I'm like, maybe I'm too stupid to understand them. They're smart memes, like math
2: stuff. I don't understand. Like, uh, are you a mathematician or something? Nah, uh, well, I mean, I, I should have minored in math, probably. Mathlete. Yeah, math- yeah, I don't do math while running. No, oh, yeah, I, yeah. no that's hard. That is very hard. <laughs> I'm just trying to concentrate on finishing. Um, I don't know, it's just this stuff like that really gets me. And uh, I don't know. I laugh at it And I feel like some people May laugh at it too Or just laugh at me For sharing it That's funny I'm gonna work hard To understand them now Uh, Well uh, Maybe I'll I'll Stop You know Letting all those out I don't know (laughs) (laughs) All right,
0: Moving on to Matt
3: Let's get it man Yes sir Uh, My girlfriend Carrie and I Live together We've got two dogs Two Dobermans Um, Ruger The elder goat we used to run together in the neighborhood, you know, like five miles. Then I got worried about his his joints and stuff, you know, being a larger breed. Uh, so I don't run, run with the dogs anymore. As far as income, I work for the government. I develop um, cruise missile scenarios for the Navy. Dang. Pays the bills. Um, yeah. And for the runs. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it pays for the runs and the whiskey. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then, as far as like hobbies, I mean, I, I post stuff on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's actually what got me to join the Navy, and then got me out of the Navy. And I'm not good enough to sell any of it. I just enjoy it on the side. Yeah, you're you are very talented. Some Thank of
0: that you. stuff looks like photos.
3: Thank you. It's um, it's a labor of love, but it's also something that suffers at the you know. To get better at running, you have to give up time for other things. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be an adult and cook and clean and manage a household and work a job and the thing that always goes to the wayside is the artwork. Yeah. So.
0: Well, let me say this before we move on, because it's what all the listeners are thinking, that out of the, all the back sweat boys, you definitely have the sexiest voice. Do I? You do. might so, have the sexiest yeah, 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 voice. It, it does sound like yeah. warm and the You might warm. have the sexiest voice of Coffee. anybody that's ever been on Four Brothers cool. podcast. <laughs> I think Sham would
3: take offense to that. You think so? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry, Sham. We'll
0: ha- you'll have to do a poll. We can do a like, rinse yeah, we can do hey, an Instagram poll. Hey, yeah, Hold yeah. on. Yeah. But we also haven't revealed one voice yet. So let's There we go. This <laughs> is gonna be a big disappointment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It, take it down a notch. Yeah. So. <laughs> Good morning. Be the morning DJ. Right. You were born to be. Mm-hmm.
4: Now we've got Tom, man. What What you got? All right. Well, I am married to my smoking hot wife, Katie. Uh, we'll be. She is. Yeah. Married for uh, two years. Coming up here soon, and uh, we just welcomed a baby boy back uh, seven weeks ago. His name's Liam. Awesome. Congratulations. Uh, you know, no sleep. But uh, actually, last night he slept all night. So yeah. pretty wired this morning. Hey, it's all
0: downhill from there. Yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, (laughs) dude. So, uh,
4: probably becoming a parent
0: is probably my favorite thing that ever happened to me in my life. Like, it made my life the best. It's
4: the most congratulations on that in the world. I mean, you don't know what you're doing Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, but uh, oh, guess what, dude? You
0: never stop not knowing what you're doing. Yeah, because they just keep changing, keep learning, keep becoming different. So exactly yeah Yeah. but it's always amazing it is
4: my job i took over my dad's company uh, beach windows and siding so i've run it for about four and a half years now it's awesome nice fixing up people's homes it's pretty sweet
0: i saw on your instagram a cockpit dude
4: yeah so other than running yeah i uh, I love flying i'm getting my pilot's license so trying to get out to the airport but of course right now with the pandemic going on Flight school shut down. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's a freaking sweet thing to do. Flying's a dream of mine, so if you ever see me buzzing around your house, don't be alarmed. <laughs> oh snap.
0: I'm getting a FaceTime. That's very interesting. Decline. I'm gonna leave that in here. Just I don't know if the recording got it.
1: I need to add one more thing to my thing. Um, my girlfriend Whitney, as mm. well, who helps oh. with all three of the kiddos, who babe. just ran, ah. babe. babe. <laughs> That's her go-to saying. Wait, uh, I've mentioned all three kiddos, <laughs> uh, but is also she ran her first half marathon yesterday, the historic half. And she crushed it for her first one as well. Um, nice. So didn't forget about her. No, no. Whitney is never that. an afterthought.
2: Never, no, f- never, never. <laughs> He'll edit this. So we'll <laughs> just go into the first <laughs> take. Oh, there you go. Good job. <laughs> I'll just put it at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. not really though.
0: <laughs> With the panic in your voice, it's better at this. oh, it's better in this spot. Way better. <laughs> All right, so we've got an introduction to you guys. Very interesting lives. One thing I do notice though, and I think this is kind of an awesome thing, is that you guys are like way different than each other. Like you have like not a lot in common.
3: Like facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the beards are on that side. Is that how y'all oh, actually, separate? Yeah. yeah.
4: Did y'all separate bearded and un- non bearded? It's a quarantine. Yeah. All the hairs on my yeah. leg. <laughs> nice. That's what she said. But you there is one <laughs> there it.
0: is one thing that is a common denominator and that's running. So we're gonna go around the table and we wanna I wanna ask you guys, do you have a running background? Like when you were a, a younger guy, when you were a child, did you do any sports? <clears throat> were you in any running sports sure. or We'll start with you, Tony. Um, I found, I didn't,
1: I don't have a running background. Um, my first running experience got into somebody betting me that I couldn't run a marathon. So then I agreed to say that I would run in 26 miles before I turned 26. So I signed up for the Nashville Marathon, which was two days before my birthday of turning 26. Um, very minimal training. Didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> got out there. It was painful. And I finished it. Um, but then from that and seeing the support of how much Nashville as a city showed up lining the streets for the whole marathon, mm-hmm. it got me hooked to it and immediately signed up for more right after and then get, getting more involved with NERC. I would show up to NERC a little bit through the training parts of it, um, but then got fully involved with that to where like taking off work on Tuesdays to specifically have that night off to be able to go and all those so. That's where that came from, but other than that, through high school, people would be like, hey, we're doing a 5K, it's $10 dinner, like, back in the mountains of North Carolina, and I'd be like, yeah, right, that's insane, I would never do that, and so, now we're doing that
0: regularly. That's funny. My brother, uh, we were at some dinner, and he bet me $250 that I wouldn't run a half marathon by the time I was 50, and, uh that was a good bet for him like yeah he was pretty much right and then I was like what if I run a marathon by 55 he was like I'll double it so basically he owes me $500 but here's the problem he was such a hater because he saw I actually started training for stuff that he would speak so much negativity into my life like he'd be like dude you're not gonna do it that it would get in my head on training runs and I had to say dude we're free from the bet I can't handle that, that negative talk, man. So just to make him look bad on this podcast <laughs> <you know. laughs> So he was a jerk. I had to be like, dude, you're free from the bet. He technically owes me five hundred dollars. Yeah. But I pay up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Pay up or I'll send the back sweat boys up, up there. Trail. <laughs> yeah. We'll take out news.
2: <laughs> take out news. Alright, so Will, do you got a running background, man? Oh, not really. Uh, in high school, I, I tried out for track in a pair of Chuck Taylors and um, <laughs> decided that I wasn't good enough and I cut myself from the track team before they, they could cut me. Yeah. Um, but my senior year, I decided to, uh, to join the Marines and the physical fitness test for the Marines is a three mile run, which just seemed daunting to me. So uh, they kind of forced me to be a runner. And uh, that that's kind of where I fell fell into it, and I, I had friends that we ran together. And then I, I did my service. I got out and moved back home, and I started running. And I was doing most of these runs by myself. Like I'd come across the rock and roll finish line, and there'd be like no one there to like, greet me and say hi. And then I found NERC and it's like you know I got this family that will always be there running mm-hmm. with me. And I don't know. I hate it while I'm running, but I like I like the finish line. I you know just completing it so that. No background, really, to say that I wasn't a college athlete that won all sorts of medals. I (laughs) just struggle for whatever the amount of distance is until I finish. Yeah, probably that's probably like most of the listeners and me. So,
3: Matt, yes, sir. What's your running background? Nothing, absolutely nothing. (laughs) My mom enrolled me in like pee wee soccer when we were living in Germany in the eighties. And I mean at that age it's really just booger picking for ninety minutes, <laughs> waiting for the Capri Suns. <laughs> I mean you're not conditioning for anything, let's be real. And then we moved back to the States. Like high school I was an absolute do nothing. I played Magic and like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. The only physical activity was like riding bikes with my yeah. friends and then uh, joined the navy. So kind of the same as well. You're forced to be, you know, physically fit. Mm-hmm. But it was the worst experience for running because in the navy you know they have to keep like you know 90 people in a formation which means everyone is running at the pace of the slowest person to stay together and you're running in like just terrible conditions so after i got out of boot camp like no i hate running it was only like a <laughs> mile and a half every six months so was, you know that navy three mile a year club for pretty much my whole career until I got out in 08, and then decided, well, Mother Navy's not going to take care of me anymore, i got to do it myself, and started rowing before I started running, because I hated running so much, and then in, like, 2010, decided running needs to be a thing for me, so yeah. I, I started, and until, like, 2017, I never ran more than five miles at a time, Yeah. so I feel like that was a lot of time wasted, I could have been improving myself, but...
0: You were rowing, though. You might be the best rower in Hampton Roads. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that?
3: I don't think about the I, There should be a competition, dude. I look it up on the the Concept Two logbooks yeah. to see like who ranks out in Virginia. Um, yeah, I'm, are I'm, you I'm up okay there? at it? I'm, a, yeah, I'm up there. If I you, didn't even if know you, they had you like Use like a lot one. of filters. I'm pretty close to the top. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're replacing your, your age group. group. Over forty. Age over ten k. <laughs> <laughs> he an age group. Yeah. All
0: right.
4: So what about you, Tom? Wow, no, no, no running background. I was pretty uh, not in shape growing up, but uh, I just remember how we got into running. My roommate and I, uh, junior year of college, we were sitting around. It's just a weekday, and uh, he turned to me. He goes, "Man, we really need to do something with our life." And I said, "Wow, that's kind of morbid." <laughs> he goes, uh, "You know, we we don't have a college degree yet, blah blah blah." And so we started talking back and forth, and I said, "Well, what do you want to do?" And we just Kind of started naming off things. He's like, you know, let's go, uh, let's go travel. Let's go to the Grand Canyon. I'm like, man, we can't even afford beer. (laughs) You know, we're poor college kids. He goes, okay. He goes, "Uh, let's go skydiving. I go, it's negative two, (laughs) you know, (laughs) degrees outside. We'll freeze because you know, we went to JMU. And uh, and then I finally said, man, you want to run a marathon? And he kind of went, it's on the bucket list. So he and I trained for about two and a half months up in the mountains and we did the Charlottesville Marathon. That was our first race, we got into it. And I remember the week before, my uncle, who was an avid runner, he goes, man, are you ready for next weekend? I said, ready as I'll ever be. He goes, one of two things is gonna happen. You're gonna run through that finish line, and you're gonna go, wow, that was the worst thing I've ever done. (laughs) You're gonna get the medal and move on. He said, or number two, you're gonna be hooked. And I mean, the rest is really history. That was an accurate
0: warning by your yeah. uncle oh yeah absolutely oh yeah yeah oh. yeah
4: and uh, yeah I mean I've done seven full marathons nice and uh, ugh, half marathons are so much better <laughs>
0: oh yeah I'm a, I'm I'm choosing half marathons most most of, of the way down the rest of my life dude mm-hmm. I think I re-retired from marathons <laughs> so I've retired several times yeah
4: that everybody talks about yep. yeah yeah and I mean my roommate, he's still still running to this day. He lives up in Richmond. Nice. So, have you run the Richmond Marathon? We did. That was, uh, that was number two. That was probably one of the best ones. I actually got my PR there. Everybody loves that marathon. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And the cheer stations, uh, it's not a difficult course. I heard the weather hasn't been reasonable the past couple years, mm-hmm. but when we did it, it was perfect.
2: Yeah. All downhill to the finish, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's
0: opposite from the Marine Corps that y'all have. Uh, yeah, right? Like all. the Marine Corps
1: Not me. Like, these three. Uh, oh, he yeah. did the training with us. He did all the training with us, probably the best prepared for it.
3: I trained for the wicked ten K. <laughs> yeah. yeah. they he, trained for the Marine he Corps. He came marathon. up and
1: he supported us and he was our breath of fresh air at like mile twenty one, twenty two. Oh, after yeah. the rain stopped and then it was seventy degrees and humid. Yeah. He was our breath yeah. of fresh right air. To right see before him. the fireball shots. Yeah, uh, that's, that's right. right. That's fireball right. Shots.
0: Hey, it's a theme yeah. on this podcast, dude. Cheering changes everything. Absolutely. Like Absolutely having is. somebody at the end when you are ready to stop. Mm-hmm. It just they transfer energy. I guess that's the best way to put it. But so a couple of you guys mentioned North End Run Club. You said Nert. If for our listeners who don't know what that is, which is probably a hundred percent of none of you, <laughs> <laughs> my daughter would my daughter would correct me. That Well said. Yeah, yeah. I'm reaching around my elbow to scratch my butt. So, anyways, so you guys have mentioned North End Run Club. Tell us how. um, Tell us how you discovered that. How do you discovered it? How long you've been involved in North End? Because that's the other common denominator that you guys have.
1: Uh, I discovered it from working in the restaurants, knowing Barry as a DJ, through Waterman's and other restaurants, stuff being out, Um, just knowing common people through that. And then him just kind of talking about, hey, you know. Early on, I was I probably got involved with it probably about maybe close to a year after it had started. Mm-hmm. He had been talking to me about it, and I really wasn't into running then. And then the person had you know, bet me about running a marathon. And I was like, okay. Um, and once he started talking to me about it, uh, we had to go. And I, I showed up one time, and it was like, I think 20 degrees at Hot Tuna was my first one. Um, decided to go show up. Got involved with it, and then you show up, and what I was going? I think it was probably about 150 people, maybe, which was a ton for a Tuesday night. It's 20 mm-hmm. degrees. There's a ton of people out there, and then it just it keeps growing, keeps growing, and then he he keeps you involved. You know, he you can see him out there with 400 people, and he will know the majority of everybody's name, um, which is great, which is which makes people feel connected, involved, mm-hmm. um, and then if he doesn't know your name, he's going to ask you it, and he asks you one time, and he's probably going to remember it after that, too, so it yeah. keeps you feeling connected to everybody that's there, too, and then that's ultimately where met Will and Matt um, afterwards, too, was
2: from North End Run Club. Yeah, yeah. Will, how'd you hear about it? How'd you get involved? Um, uh, Taylor Ayers actually uh, shared a run from that, and her and I used to, to work together back in the day, and I actually talked her into running I think and we did some training runs together and then she like your uncle said she did like a half or a full and got hooked I think she like even flew to Hawaii to do some sort of Spartan race uh, well she went she went way over the top with it, all of it um, quite the inspiration but I, I saw some shared of her and uh, I remember like I don't I didn't have many friends outside of running that ran you know they, they always thought I was crazy and uh, so we we um, I remember the first run I went to was at a Mount Trashmore run, and I sat in my truck and I was just like, no, I'm not going to know anybody there. I'm just not going to, you know, it's going to be so awkward. You know, I, I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm going to be like the guy rolling down Mount Trashmore. You know, like, that, that's what it felt like. And I, 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 t- I talked myself into, you know, screw it, let's just go, let's just go up there. I may know one person, and I actually knew a bunch of people. And that my one year anniversary passed in May, I think, uh, which we didn't get to do anything because. <sighs> COVID and all that, but it was definitely I'm so glad I talked myself getting out of the truck because like I said, I used to run all my races and would come across the finish line and there'd be no one there that I knew. I was running them by myself, and now I feel like I got a family with me everywhere I run. Yeah, and that, that's, that's what NERk does for me. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: What about you, Matt?
3: I heard about it through a friend of mine, James Agentis, who was at the time he was still active duty Marines. We'll Let me pause up. you there. Sure.
0: You're not trying to make your voice sexy, are you? It's just naturally no. that sexy. Oh, no. This is how this like man this. sounds. That's why I said next one. His he
1: he gets, he gets metaphors are gets magical. Yeah, his metaphors are magical. His voice magical gets you through the runs. He'll be like, "Come on, guys," and you're like, "I gotta go."
3: During now. the runs? Oh <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah guys, <laughs> we can do this. Guys.
4: We can do this. That's yes. why he's wearing a medium T-shirt today.
3: Yeah. This is a large, sir. It's even more impressive. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So
0: you you knew James Agentis. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, we were, like, fellow gym rats on yeah. uh, on base at the gym every morning, and um, he mentioned to me one day, like, we're in the locker room, he's like, yeah, I'm going to this run club now. If you look you look at James, you're like, no, nah, that dude doesn't run, he just lifts weights all day long. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I'll check it out. I And I had never heard of Strava before, didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. True. So I downloaded the Strava app, looked up North End Run Club, didn't have Facebook, and uh, so I didn't know, like, how to find Out where the runs were happening, yeah. So I got the notification for the first one. Mine, my first one was also at Hot Tuna, it was like two weeks before Shamrock, and it was cold, it was rainy, it was windy, it was dark. We're doing bridge repeats like all these things I had never done before. Mm-mm. And I did it that first time, and I was like, This is awesome! Like, I was sure that with the weather the way it was, it was gonna, it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna happen, yeah. So I showed up to Hot Tuna anyway, and there's like like 70 people huddled underneath that little overhang in front of Hot Tuna, waiting to go run. And I was like, man, these are my people. Yeah. So I just, from that on, that was March of 2018. I kept showing up. Nice.
0: What about you, man? Tom?
4: This guy right here, Tony Presto, bugged the crap out of me. Yes. I mean, pretty much every Tuesday. Hey man, are you coming tonight? And I couldn't because of work. And he just, you know, excuses, excuses. I'm like, I have to work. Monday, Tuesday, when, I mean, texting me, just hounding me. And then finally, you're like, okay, <laughs> I'll come. And it was the one, I think it's the only one. It was uh, Sherwood Lakes mm. in July Oof. or end of June. Uh, it was about 110 degrees out mm-hmm. with 200% humidity. Yeah. Uh, gorgeous run and showed up. And it's been the smallest group that I've ever seen show up to NERC. Yeah. It's
0: interesting that a lot of you guys went in like the worst weather possible for your mm-hmm. first time there and were like, yeah, I want to go to this all the time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you said, one of the things you said, you said like, you, you Facebook stalked us, Instagram stalked us and we don't seem to have much in common, but there's like one big thing we do have in common and we're, we're pretty screwed up in the head where <laughs> we, we, we seem to have this pain for pleasure type deal where you show up in 110 degree heat and you're like, yeah, I'm going to come back. You know, Matt's like, hey, let's run 20 miles tomorrow. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll be there. So we, ha- we have that connection of just destroying ourselves for some reason, and um, we keep doing it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, I can't wait for you guys to be able to get back together with Nerd. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be going out sometimes, too. I've committed to going out to NERC when it starts back up, so I'll be trying to come out to some of them. So I'll definitely see you guys. So... One last question for episode one, and that is, what are you guys' current goals, which is an odd question for right now, and then what you got, what's your guys' bucket list goals, like as individuals? So we'll start with Tony.
1: Current goals, uh, as of right now, the Marine Corps Marathon is still happening. Um, the current goal is to better my time, mm-hmm. go straight through it. To hopefully get to like the four and a half hour mark, I don't want to do anything too crazy, but hopefully like the four and a half hour mark, make it a little bit better than my previous times, uh, and just to keep being able to continue training uh, the correct way through it. It's easy to lose focus on it when you don't have your every Tuesday. You're like, All right, I got to be there at six fifteen, and you know we plan our long runs. And when we were planning our long runs on Saturdays, you know we would get a group of you know 15, 20 sometimes big, bigger groups to come out and do these long runs with us. Um, but the restrictions kind of put a halt on that a little bit so mm-hmm. we've luckily been getting together and with just us and maybe a couple other people to do some runs but that's the the goal for this year is to better that time and then ultimately it would be awesome to qualify for Boston at some point I think that'll be as I get into a higher age group um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll hit the times for the, uh, the like you know, 28, 29 year twenty-nine-year-old mark. But you know, if I
4: hit that in three hours, even yeah, if
1: I hit that in you know, fifteen well, years or something, that would be an all-time like life goal to be able to get into that, which would be awesome. Nice.
0: What about you,
2: Will? Uh, well, I, I, um, I soberly, but probably should have been drunk. But I signed up for the fifty k for the main core marathon, so that's my my next goal up there. Trying to do the ultra, and um, somehow fate be what it is i was signed up to run the paris marathon back in april but it got postponed so if everything stays the way it's going i will run paris the weekend before i run a 50k in dc so um i think i need to start training <laughs> yeah uh, there, there's a possibility there if if for some reason the after october if i show up to nurk i hope they have a wheelchair section that yeah. i can uh get in which one of those would be your priority 50k um am one of the reasons why I signed up I, uh, for Paris, I, I've kind of always wanted to do destination stuff. I, um, one of the long-term bucket list goals is to be a member of the Seven Continent Club. Yeah. I'd like to run a marathon in every continent. And me being in the running that I am, I kind of just looked at a marathon as kind of a nice way to tour the city. So definitely slow pace, stopping, taking pictures of mm-hmm. monuments. Like it wasn't for time at all. It was just kind of yeah. just for completion. And that's the way I was treating it, regardless of whether you know, it was before another run or not. Um, it's just some kind of sadistic way to go tour a city and get a medal for it. Um, and that's the way I kind of look at doing some other ones in the near future, hopefully. But um, trying to hit that ultra mark, I think, is one of my bucket list goals, just to say that I did it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Dang, you might get a current goal and a bucket list goal done in one year. In one race.
2: We'll see. Uh, I hope the virus works out that I can. Yeah. Um, and uh, if not, there's there's always next year, and I can always try to uh, schedule it that way on purpose instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right, Matt.
3: Goals for this year. Uh, well, I told myself that I wouldn't sign up for a full marathon unless I could finish a half under an hour 40. And. How'd that go? In- it went, I finished an hour 40 and like 54 seconds in January. So I didn't really meet the mark, but I had already signed up for the Marine Corps Marathon. And it's really just to run a marathon. That's the goal mm-hmm. in October. I mean, whether it's virtual or in person, you know, with with these guys and the, hopefully most of the crew that was there last year. I was there last year observing. Both my sister and I decided we're going to do this next year. We signed up to do the Simplify Challenge for so the historic half yesterday, and then the Marine Corps Marathon, the 45th. Uh, finishing at or under four will be great. Yeah. But I've never run a full marathon, so finishing is yeah. the first goal. Yeah. Second goal is finishing with a specific time. Gotcha. That's good stuff. Taunt.
4: Repeat everything they just said. You know, shooting for Marine Corps. Copy off me. I know. <laughs> in October, uh, for anybody who ran Marine Corps in 2019, they know it was pretty miserable mm-hmm. weather-wise. Um, it was really the first marathon that I ran. You know, kind of just kind of put me down a little bit, mm-hmm. just because of just how miserable it was. But kind of looking back, you know, being able to complete another one, out, you know, outweighs it. But really crushing 2020 weather. It's virtual or in person so doing that one and then my lifelong goal for a full marathon I'd love to break 340 yeah I don't care if it's 340 double O. <laughs> yeah That nice. would know, just that's a dream of mine and you know hey hard work persistence you can get there nice I'm gonna slam you all with a, a surprise
0: question it's something I've been trying in the last couple uh couple interviews but I'm asking too much. So I'm asking people their top five running accessories, okay? And it's kind of hard to think about that for some of my guys. But what I'm going to ask you guys is to give me one important running accessory that you that you run with or that you think is necessary when you run. Oh, man. Top See, thing. One. Oh, mainly
1: my headphones. I yeah. get in my head too much, and then I start thinking to myself, and I build myself down I guess when I don't yeah. have the music to kind of keep me focused on what I'm going to do um, I mean water I have to have <laughs> so and that's the main thing but like the headphones not having my music because we'll start out when group runs and he'll run with the speaker and then for some you know if he takes off and he gets a little further ahead I'm like shit where did my music go? <laughs> what uh, yeah, what, no, she yeah does, what she does she does regularly Not if it's, he takes off when yeah when he takes off no, that's my know, bad that's my yeah. bad our older the older guy of our group is the fastest guy for most of the time <laughs> and, and can pull
2: the most distance
1: yeah and so then my music's gone i'm just like what do i do now and so i'm gonna say my headphones and my music to yeah. keep me going
2: for sure yeah what about you will uh i have to say salt tablets it's like the one thing, I, I get the dehydration cramps because I never properly hydrate because I don't plan ahead. So yeah, um, that's pretty much the one thing that I probably try to run without.
0: I gotta try salt tabs, man. James Moore was talking about those. Mm-hmm. They, oh, nice. yeah, they, they, they are nice, yeah, they do help.
2: Though, one thing I did learn one time on one run, uh, I just, I had the salt pills and I put them right in my pocket and uh, my back sweat ended up melting. <laughs> 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 Melting all of my uh it dissolved all of the salt. So I like I put my hand down into the pocket to grab it and I just pulled out like a salty hand. I'm like licking my fingers to the run because I had no pill left so You became a back salt boy. I did so I was cool. a salty
3: back then. Oh nice. Hi Matt. Uh can I say shoes? Is that too I mean, obvious? If That's it's too n- the...
0: the most necessary thing for you? you well, can. I can't
3: run barefoot. Yeah? I do. So I'm gonna say shoes. Nice. You've got a lot of them too. Yeah, I do. Uh, you're sponsored by Brooks, top. right? Yeah, no, mm. no. Uh, I remember
0: you're the you're the only person I've known that won something off Strava, and it was a pair of Brooks oh, shoes. Oh yeah,
3: I fully endorse. It. Like, sign up for every challenge, everything. everything you can you can find on Strava. Because I got two free pairs of Brooks Ghost Twelves. You've won twice. <laughs> Funny It story. was the same thing. <laughs> so what had happened was, <laughs> it was a photo contest on Strava through Brooks. Like, take a picture during a Activity or whatever, I took a pair, uh, took a picture of my Brooks Rock and Roll Edition, my tie-dye uh, Launch Fives, mm-hmm. right after we finished the Rock and Roll, like the it was either the 5K or the one mile run. Mm-hmm. It was the one mile run, like it was like a drag race. How fast can you run one mile? Took a photo after the race and uh, uploaded. It. I was like, that's gonna be my photo, whether I win or not, whatever. And they emailed me like a couple of weeks later, said, congratulations, you won, and we're gonna send you a pair of Brooks shoes like, Oh, that's cool. And then they got delivered like in my size, special edition, like decor and all that. Awesome. Like hadn't run in ghost 12s before really comfortable shoes. And then like two weeks later, I think I was on travel for work or something. And Carrie texts me and she's like, did you buy another pair of shoes? Like, I swear I did not. <laughs> I get home and I open them up and they the exact same pair of shoes. Brooks sent me a second pair accidentally. And I was like, "Well, what am I, going? Like, I already have like, you know, five pairs of shoes. So I gave one pair of Brooks to my brother, my brother. Gotcha. Well, yes. Sign up for everything on Strava. It doesn't matter. Like it could be honey stinger challenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. 25% off a of Lululemon yeah, gear, something, everything. Sign up for all. Nice. Cause all you gotta do is run.
0: Yep. Tom,
4: what you got, man? What's your, what's your go-to other than, <laughs> don't even say it. <laughs> other than the music. I freak out if I'm running, and just dead quiet. It's probably gonna be my hat. Yeah, I have to wear a hat. I will sweat profusely, and toilet paper. And, <laughs> and toilet dirty paper. Okay, <laughs> trying to not say that one. Yeah, I tend to go to the bathroom a lot. Nice on some runs. It's okay. It means I'm healthy. I tend to come close all the time. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> There's no coming no, close for that. It's not him. coming close. It's nice. uh. I probably should have a stricter diet, but good paper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we
0: end this episode, I'd like to just tell you guys, the listeners, that this whole time they've been sharing one one beer. So <laughs> during this break they're hopefully the, our beers didn't freeze and they're gonna get their own individual beers. We'll be back. That's nice. <laughs> fine. I hope you enjoyed our time in the first part of our interview with the back Sweat Boys. I know I sure did. Next week, we'll share the origin story of the Backswept Boys, how they as individuals became one unbreakable group of friends. We'll talk about their fond memories together and their hopes and dreams for the future. But until then, this is Danny, signing off. Godspeed.